0: A rather full face humanely intelligent in expression on a fair day with a fair wind and all going well a certain musical chime in his voice seemed to be the veritable unobstructed outcome of the innermost man he had much prudence much conscientiousness and there were occasions when these virtues were the cause of overmuch disquietude in him on a passage so long as his craft was in any proximity to land no sleep for Captain Graveling. He took to heart those serious responsibilities not so heavily borne by some shipmasters. Now while Billy Budd was down in the forecastle getting his kit together, the indomitable lieutenant, Burley and Bluff, was in Captain Graveling's cabin, sitting before the shipmaster with a glass of rum and water in front of him. The master broke the silence, and there lurked a rueful reproach in the tone of his voice. "'Lieutenant!' "'You are going to take my best man from me, the jewel of him.' "'Yes, I know,' rejoined the other, "'immediately drawing back the tumbler, preliminary to a replenishing. "'Yes, I know. Sorry. "'Beg pardon, but you don't understand, Lieutenant. "'See here now, before I shipped that young fellow, "'my foxhole was a rat pit of quarrels. "'It was black times, I tell you, aboard the rights here.' "'I was worried to that degree my pipe had no comfort for me. "'But Billy came, and it was like a Catholic priest "'striking peace in an Irish shindy. "'Not that he preached to them, or did anything in particular. "'But a virtue went out of him, sugaring the sour ones. "'They took to him like hornets to treacle. "'All but the buffer of the gang, "'the big shaggy chap with the fire-red whiskers,' He, indeed, out of envy, perhaps, of the newcomer, and thinking such a sweet and pleasant fellow as he mockingly designated him to the others, could hardly have the spirit of a gamecock, must needs bestir himself in trying to get up an ugly row with him. Billy forbore with him and reasoned with him in a pleasant way. He is something like myself, Lieutenant, to whom aught like a quarrel is hateful, but nothing served. So, in the second dog-watch one day, the Red Whiskers, in presence of the others, under the pretense of showing Billy just whence a sirloin steak was cut, for the fellow had once been a butcher, insultingly gave him a dig under the ribs. Quick as lightning, Billy let fly his arm. I dare say he never meant to do quite as much as he did, but anyhow he gave the burly fellow a tenable drummy. Well, it took about half a minute, I should think. And Lord bless you. "'The lubber was astonished at the celerity. "'And will you believe it, Lieutenant? "'The Red Whiskers now really loves Billy. "'But they all love him. "'Some of them do his washing, darn his old trousers for him. "'The carpenter is at odd times making a pretty little chest of drawers for him. "'Anybody will do anything for Billy Byrne. "'And it's the happy family here. "'But now, Lieutenant, if that young fella goes, "'I know how it'll be aboard the rights. "'Not again. Very soon shall I lean over the capstan smoking a quiet pipe. No, not very soon again, I think. Aye, Lieutenant, you are going to take away the jewel of em. You are going to take away my peacemaker.' "'Well,' said the officer, who had been listening with amused interest to all this, and was now waxing merry with his tipple, "'well,' "'Blessed are the peacemakers, especially the fighting peacemakers, "'and such are the seventy-four beauties, "'some of which you see poking their noses out of the portholes "'of yonder warship line two for me, "'pointing through the cabin window at the indomitable. "'But courage don't look so downhearted, man. "'Why, I pledge you in advance the royal approbation.' "'Rest assured that His Majesty will be delighted to know that, "'in a time when his tack is not sought for by sailors with such avidity as it should be, "'a time also when some shipmasters privily resent the borrowing from a tar or two for the service, "'His Majesty, I say, will be delighted to learn that one shipmaster at least "'cheerfully surrenders to the king the flower of his flock, "'a sailor who, with equal loyalty, makes no dissent. "'But where's my beauty?' "'Ah!' "'Here he comes, and by Jove, lugging along his chest, "'Apollo with his portmanteau. "'My man!' stepping out to him. "'You can't take that big box aboard a warship. "'Put your duds in a bag, lad. "'Boot and saddle for the cavalryman. "'Bag and hammock for the man of war's man. "'The transfer from chest to bag was made, "'and after seeing his man into the cutter, "'and then following him down, "'the lieutenant pushed off from the rights of man.' But when the boat swept under the merchantman's stern, the officer and oarsman were noting, some bitterly, and others with a grin, the name emblazoned there. Just then it was that the new recruit jumped up from the bow where the coxswain had directed him to sit, and waving his hat to his silent shipmates, sorrowfully looking over at him from the taffrail, bade the lads a genial